fashion design for Kibera. Uh-huh. I grew up in Kibera and um, I was like a soccer model. I used to play soccer so much and soccer used to pay my fees and stuff. And I, but I stopped playing soccer mm-hmm. and then started like, you know, doing dance more into like arts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I danced for like a year or two and then after that, that's when I picked up with fashion because uh-huh. I felt so much love. Even before to dance, so that is when I was like, I wanted to learn like, okay, how does, you know, uh, these professional designers like that go to school normally feel mm-hmm. when they say that they are I'm going to school and I'm like a fashion, a fashion designer from here. So I want to differentiate like you know the straight fashion mm-hmm. and also like you know the educational fashion. So I first saw your your first piece when you did it for Jackie that time, but you're not in Kenya. Actually, sent it to him. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, how do you feel when you see international superstars wearing much of I mean, I feel like the love because that is they support my craft and uh, you know as artists the more you support each other, the more you keep on and by you know, being able to dress him when I'm not even away, he shows the love and you know, the love for the support that you have show for my clothes, you know, to come there and I keep on also like learning from them as much as I want to them, I also like want to learn from them and I also want them to learn from them. So I know you've dressed so many celebrities. Do you remember the first celebrity you dressed? Yeah. Uh, the first celebrity that I ever dressed for myself. <laughs> okay, so the, what about the first international celebrity you dressed for? Uh, Don Carlos. Yeah, uh, the first, uh, the first, like the first, the first person that I ever dressed after from school, like, his name was Jaffa Dukat. Then after Jaffa, then I dressed my previous MP, like Jaffa Dukat. Actually, you featured on Blaze in 2018 as a mentor. Yeah. First of all, how did you feel to speak to so many young people um, about fashion? I feel encouraged because when I went over there, it was not about me being. Uh, being able to empower them or being able like, you know, to inspire them in one way or the other. But I was just going to learn from them because I was uh, immediately after Blaze, that's when I went to the Berlin Fashion Week. And I went, when I went over there, I mean, um, mostly what I normally say, like, it's just all about like, learning and education. Right? Because if I want to like, you know, be able like, you know, to sell my outfits outside Kenya, I also have to learn like, what is like, you know, at the standard that is needed out there. So I just have like, you know, to make sure that I can plan with that. So when I went to the Berlin Fashion Week, yeah. I was able to learn so much uh, from what they were doing and I was super impressed with how they were handling the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's really inspired me when I came back. I was able like, okay, what am I supposed to focus more on? What am I supposed to focus more on? And that's when I was like, able to learn more about sustainability. And uh, I was uh, very impressed because I was already like, uh, in the situation where I was like, already like, doing stuff that I was doing in a sustainable manner. I was already like, you know, creating the opportunity with employment for the people around me, like in a more sustainable manner, whereby somebody will work with me, but I don't know what with me. doesn't mean like if I'm not there, I'm not going to work, like, I'll, I'll teach them how to do some other stuff, and mm-hmm. other stuff. even if they don't get the job from me, they can do from some other people outside, and then they can still get empowered in every way. Okay, so, yeah. from that experience at the Berlin Fashion Week, how different is the fashion industry in Kenya from Germany? I mean, what I would say like about the fashion movement is that like uh, maybe maybe most people don't support like you know artists because like you know you find like somebody like you know it's hard for them sometimes to wear the and be like that in your mama. The only reason is because maybe as a kid you grow up and you see your mother like wearing like African fabrics or that so by the time you grow up you have the mindset like artists and women are just wearing them. If we are able like, to support the you know, artists that you know encourage them and just show them like you know this is it's also a job that can save you, and it's also a job that you can help you pay your bills. Then let people like to go into it, but it's all about love, and so many people are afraid of taking some steps if they don't give enough support. So I think that despite everything, I'll still be able to do it.
Now we have to talk about being featured on this and support. Yeah, that's that's like a huge accomplishment. I mean, I think you're the first Kenyan to feature on correct? Uh, in terms of fashion? I don't have a history with that about that. I only know like a history about myself. So what, what is this thing that Beyonce did? <laughs> Something that Beyonce did. Please tell us yeah. what she did. So Beyonce that's awesome. I mean, Beyonce actually posting you on the web on her site or whatever she posted, that's very good. That's an accomplishment. Yeah, so, um, so last year, COVID hit, everybody saw her, and we decided to create masks and you were people for free in Cuba. Yeah. So this attracted the Ivory President, and you were awarded um, it's called the Honorary Award for your work. First of all, where were you when you got the news and how did you feel? Uh, when I got the news, I was actually having dinner with us. I don't like any of the people that When I saw that, I mean, like, that was so impressive because when I was doing like the public work, I was not working for it so that I can feel like, you know, I don't need to do but I was just like doing that so that I can feel like the summer. Awesome. Why did you stay? Why did you choose to come back home and stay in Kenya? Mean, the love of my community, I mean, being here is what makes me feel like I'm very happy to be here. And by the way, it's like the last time I've been here, I've been here so basically, what's the highlight of your career so far? The highlight of my career is like me believing in myself. Because I'm not believing in myself. I'm not believing My long-term dream is to create job opportunities for the people around me. So I think it's something to understand which point and where they get the most. So what, what inspires you to create these amazing pieces of art? Because I wanna like you know I wanna show the love that how we live in Kibera because in Kibera we have cultures we are like love and we have a song that I want to make sure that we have the love that we have how we live here how we share everything how we share everything how we share so what's next for me? I 
graduated from business school, and as part of my program, I'm here for six months helping David to scale up and market his business. Uh, so basically, how, how, how has it been in Canada? What do you like to get? I love Kenya. It's amazing. I'm coming from the snow and the cold, so firstly I love the sun and the warmth, but also the people here are so warm and welcoming. I'm really enjoying everybody that I've met. To meet you guys, everybody who's attended the pop-up so far, it's such a warm, welcoming culture, so I think that's probably my favorite thing so far. That's really, really awesome. So, um, what can be your major takeaway from the entire project? How difficult it is to start a business, especially here in Kibera. Yeah. So comparing the industry here in Nairobi and, and in the US or in Germany, what do you think is the major difference? I think there's a big hurdle when it comes to fashion here because there's such a strong second-hand business. You can buy clothes so cheaply down the road, but they're very poor quality. So it's showing how important high quality is to the market here. I would say it's probably the biggest difference and one of the biggest challenges that, that someone who has such a high-quality brand needs to overcome. I think the most important thing to take away from looks like Vito and David is that he is entirely focused on providing high quality clothing, but more importantly, a sustainable company that will provide employment to the community and help to elevate Kibera. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. Yeah, thanks. Fantastic. Yeah, so my name's uh, Lawrence Wilson, and I'm from the UK, but I live in Germany. And I've been here in Nairobi for the last uh, six weeks working with David. Uh, it's been fantastic. Yeah, David is, I think, one of the most inspirational people I've ever met in my life, really. Um, and it's been really fascinating learning about like, the process and the kind of unique challenges that he faces in the business. The first time I ever spoke with David, he was the most inspiring person I've ever spoken to. I've worked with lots of entrepreneurs all over the world, in Europe, in the US, and I've never met someone so inspiring. His vision and the goals that he has for his company and helping the community is something I wanted to be a part of. I guess my major takeaway was that it was so much fun, I suppose. Like, um, yeah, I've had an amazing time here. Um, the, another big takeaway is the amount of clothes I'm going to be taking home with me. Um, I bought a lot while I was here. Um, and it's been really nice to kind of spread that message. And I'm looking forward to when I get back to Berlin, kind of spreading the message amongst my kind of community in Berlin as well. Thank you very much, Ben. No worries. Thank you.